Happy St. Luke's Day. Celebrating our fraternal priest here today. My daughter uh, Katie is 25, and um, she just moved out of the Monterey area, and she's headed to uh, Tallahassee, Florida, to take a new job. And um, last spring, she began to plan this this uh, pathway towards uh, the next thing she wanted to do. And um, she said, you know, I'm going to quit my job at the end of September, and then I'm going to take a month-long road trip, and I'm going to start my new job, wherever it's going to be, on November 1st. And in my head, I went, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Um, but it's exactly works like that, which is pretty cool. And there's a job she really wants in food justice, which is her uh, desired area to work in. But in preparing for this month-long uh, road trip, she put a bed in the back of her Jeep, and um, she made sure there's a pour-over coffee mechanism in her camping gear. <laughs> uh, she put one of those platform hitches on the back of her Jeep, and there's these nice tubs of things. She cleaned out stuff, gave things away. I mean, just slimmed her life down. Took it, test wrote it, you know, the whole deal. And she left on September 29th, exactly when she said she would, and her trail, her path, was going along beautifully. She went up through uh, Oregon and Washington into Canada, came back down through Montana, um, through uh, Idaho, and um, where am I going? Utah, and uh, New Mexico, Colorado. She's there right now in Mexico, and she's gonna end up in Texas. Now, she met all these people online, because there, there apparently are a whole lot of young women who take these solo road trips. Um, there's one group called Adventure Barbie. <laughs> Is that not perfect? Am I serious? You know, Adventure Barbie. And there's a gathering of them that happens to be happening in Texas, which is where she'll be next week, and Adventure Barbie is making an appearance. <laughs> and it was so fun to watch her prepare this path. And now it's so fun to watch the path make her and form her. And isn't that true in life, that we form and set out a trail and a path, and then the trail, the path, forms us and shapes us. It's the location of transformation. And we might think we're going alone, but we're not going alone. The Spirit of God is with us. Strangers become friends. We see our family. We connect with people we've known digitally. You know, it's an amazing thing. Did you know that ants improve their collective intelligence by following on trails? I was reading about a physicist in Pasadena who decided to study the patterns of ants that had invaded his home. <laughs> you know, so instead of just getting the can of raid <laughs> and spraying it everywhere, really see what's going on here. And so he put a little tiny granule of sugar on one side of the bathtub, and sure enough, and one ant came out and got the granule of sugar and then, you know, had this really imperfect, circuitous trail back to the nest. And then another ant came and got another granule of sugar, and, and the, pale, the, tra the trail, the path got a little bit straighter. 
the third ant, straighter still, and the fourth ant, straighter still. Boy, that fifth ant, man, right back to that nest, no problem. And, and they got smarter as a colony. They got smarter because they traveled and learned from each other on the trails. We follow Jesus on a way, on a path, on a trail. Uh, but it isn't just one. Right? So in our, our gospel reading today, uh, Jesus cast out this beautiful, great, big vision of bringing the kingdom of God into the world, the justice of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. Uh, just having it everywhere accessible to all kinds of people. And as our collect uh, prays through us today, may we have the power and the love to continue that healing. Now in all three Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the disciples are sent out in pairs, which means that they all went on six different trails, right? They made six different paths out from their trail where they were following Jesus. But in Luke's gospel, the 12 go out, but then Jesus sends out 70 in 35 pairs. In some versions, it's 72, so there's one more trail. <laughs> Luke is a very strategic person. This wasn't just about, you know, one doctor, one patient bringing healing. This was about empowering a community. Empowering a community to take the love and the healing of God out in as many places as it could go. And our, our theology about Christ as eternal is so critical to the strategy. <laughs> Because the Spirit of God that we know in the Christ is with us all the time on every path and every trail. So uh, the mathematically oriented people in the room could probably count the people in the room, and we have a lot of trails sitting in this room. A lot of pathways in this room. We will go out from this place and go to all different kinds of locations. All different kinds of places. Right outside that door, there are pathways of extreme wealth and extreme poverty. There are pathways of simplicity and pathways of extreme consumerism. There's all kinds of trails and paths. Where do we intersect with them? And do we take the love and the healing of God with us? Do we let that be known on the pathway? Do we connect? And then, how does, how does what we learn out there come back in here? How does what we learn in here come back out there? As we celebrate this St. Luke's Day, you know, celebrate the strategy that Luke invited us to participate in. The empowerment that said, hey, this is not about one guy standing up in a temple saying, I'm going to bring you the kingdom of God. This is about all of us collectively learning and practicing 